Hi, I'm Debbie Levine. I'm the Senior Deputy Editor of Radiology, and I'm here today talking with Dr. Ahmed Ashraf, who's a postdoctoral fellow in the Computational Breast Imaging Group in the Department of Radiology at the University of Pennsylvania School of Medicine. He and his group are publishing an article in our August issue of Radiology that's entitled Identification of Intrinsic Radiophenotypes for Breast Cancer Tumors, Preliminary Association with Prognostic Gene Expression Profiles. So welcome, Dr. Ashraf. Thank you for having me. So um, let's start with uh, what was the motivation for this project? Why did you decide to undertake this? So specifically in this project, we wanted to investigate the role of uh, MR imaging features beyond their traditional diagnostic value uh, for prognostic assessment and specifically if imaging features can be used uh, to assess the risk of breast cancer recurrence uh, so that uh, eventually uh, that can be used to decide which treatment option and which chemotherapy regimen is good for the patients. And you uh, did an image analysis portion and then you had a very interesting reference standard, but let's, let's start with the image analysis. What did you do for that portion of your study? So for image analysis, uh, we wanted to investigate if uh, features that capture tumor heterogeneity are uh, correlated uh, with uh, the risk of breast cancer recurrence or not. And uh, I have to mention here that for breast cancer recurrence risk, we are using uh, an oncotype DX, which is the uh, which we are using as a surrogate measure of breast cancer recurrence and we can talk about that later. And uh, so in order to uh, measure the breast cancer tumor heterogeneity, uh, we uh, made use of features which characterize the heterogeneity in the contrast uptake pattern of the contrast agent. And specifically, we uh, group the uh, voxels according to the contrast uptake behavior. Uh, specifically, we divided the uh, pixels into certain groups based on how rapid the contrast uptake uh, pattern was. And uh, in our uh, particular study, the number of post-contrast time points uh, was three, so uh, we could easily divide the pixels into three groups depending on at what uh, post-contrast time point there was the peak enhancement. And uh, so, and then we computed uh, statistics of uh, various features, uh, which are traditional features, but usually they are computed at the aggregate level, including peak enhancement, wash and slope, washout slope. Uh, but we did that within subgroups of pixels. So um, you mentioned your reference standard, this Oncotype DX. It's a little unusual uh, for our radiology readers uh, to see that as a reference standard because usually we deal with things like outcomes and, and uh, how the patients are actually doing or how the tumors respond. So can you tell us about uh, this actual reference standard that you used? Sure. So Oncotype DX is basically a genetic assay uh, based on 21 genes and uh, it measures uh, the uh, risk of breast cancer recurrence and the outcome is a continuous score uh, that estimates the risk of breast cancer recurrence 10 years down the road. And specifically based on that continuous score, patients are usually stratified into three uh, risk recurrence groups, uh, for instance, low, medium and high, 
And from a clinical perspective, uh, it has been shown that the benefit of adjuvant chemotherapy uh, becomes significant only in patients uh, which correspond to uh, the high-risk category based on this Oncodex score. So it's basically used for routing the patients uh, to the treatment from which they're expected to benefit the most. And that's used at your institution right now, clinically? Yes. And so it wasn't something that you just did for your research study? No, no. So, and of course, they, uh, this, uh, there are studies as old as 2004, 5, and 6, uh, which initially established the clinical uh, relevance of Oncotype DX. So can you tell us a little bit about what you found? Uh, sure. So one of the key findings in our study uh, was that, that there are intrinsic imaging phenotypes or intrinsic groupings uh, within the tumor population which we were studying in terms of the imaging feature. And the whole idea of detecting these intrinsic groupings is very similar to uh, the idea of clustering the genetic expression profile which led to the discovery of uh, uh, the molecular subtypes of breast cancer. So uh, in particular, uh, our results suggest that there are four dominant phenotypes or four dominant groupings within our population. And specifically uh, for the phenotype 1 and 2, uh, these two phenotypes only include tumors that correspond to low and medium uh, recurrence risk categories. And this is an interesting finding from a clinical perspective uh, because for this uh, group of the patients, we can perhaps obviate the need of uh, the genetic assay and of course the cost as well and we can uh, route the other group of patients uh, for further testing and uh, for getting a genetic assay. So can you give us some examples of the MR features that you ended up selecting to include in your model or that gave exceptional results? So some of the top features uh, that were selected uh, by our model uh, in included actually the proportion of pixels that show rapid enhancement or the proportion of pixels that show late enhancement. Specifically, uh, patients with high recurrence risk uh, were predominantly showing uh, rapid enhancement characteristic and vice versa for the other group. And in general, high risk tumors uh, tend to be bigger in size. They have, uh, uh, higher, they have higher numbers associated with them in terms of area and they are more irregular in shape. So um, you give the results uh, as, as areas under the curve so that we can compare the different outcomes, but a lot of times what we need is to actually apply certain threshold values to figure out how we're going to treat our patients in real populations. Um, I think your results are, as you express in the paper, a little bit preliminary. You're not quite ready to use these in real patients. You're still developing the descriptions of these uh, different phenotypes. What do you think you need to do to get this to be ready to use in the clinical realm? Sure. So right now, as you uh, said, this is a preliminary study and uh, we wanted to establish uh, a bridge between imaging features and this genetic assay and to check as a proof of concept if in principle is possible or not. And of course, as far as uh, presenting results in terms of area under the curve for the receiver operating characteristics is concerned uh, depending on the relative costs of the errors, for example, uh, the, the default positive and the false negative, uh, we can uh, tune a particular uh, threshold and we can find the threshold. But at the same point in time, 
moving forwards, uh, currently the, the number of patients is uh, limited. In this particular study, we have 56 patients and we already are in the process of uh, getting more data, about 280 patients. And the good idea would be to have a separate uh, validation uh, population uh, and then we can actually present results in terms of uh, the actual estimate of the breast cancer recurrence risk, uh, again on the basis of Oncotype DX or a totally unseen uh, validation test and not in terms of uh, the area under the curve. So that's an excellent point, but uh, given this limited uh, population, uh, that was a good starting point. And um, has the results of this study been incorporated into the clinical practice at your institution at all, or is this forming the basis for future studies at this point? So right now it is actually forming the basis of uh, future studies and we are in the process of extending our analysis to a bigger cohort of patients. Wonderful. And what else is your group working on now as far as research goes? So basically, as the name of the group suggests, it's the Computational Breast Imaging Group. And uh, in our group, people are working with multiple modalities. Uh, of course, I've been working primarily in breast MRI. Uh, there are other, uh, my colleagues are working in uh, analyzing mammograms, uh, both CT and uh, uh, basically, uh, and of course, estimating breast, uh, breast density because uh, other than age, it is a big, uh, it is a significant risk factor. Uh, so uh, the overall uh, flavor is to estimate uh, the risk of breast cancer for using imaging beyond the traditional uh, uh, diagnosis application to prognostic applications. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. It's been great talking with you today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me.